Five o'clock straight up in the South Atlanta Tuesday live imaging Tuesday. Say it one more time. Hashtag lit. There we go. It is time for what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. Super excited to be back in the studio doing lit. It is nice. To, it is. All of us it's pressing great. the flesh pressing together. The flesh. Mm-hmm. So, guys, an iconic jersey worn by the late Kobe Bryant will go up for auction next month. Sotheby's is, that's how you say it, Sotheby's? Yes. Yeah, I got it right. Sotheby's is preparing to auction off one of Kobe's signed jerseys. Uh, it's expected to go for up to $7 million. Wow. Yeah, he wore the autographed jersey more than 25 times during the 2007-08 season. And if it sells between five and that's seven, that's the year million, I believe he averaged thirty-five points a game. Yeah, yeah, that's good knowledge. This, you know. yeah, that's yeah, because I'm, I'm this whole time I'm thinking to myself, tell me why this jersey is so special. He was the you one know? scoring title that year, okay. and he signed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, it would be the highest price ever paid for one of his jerseys. Is that a good enough reason to? No. No? Because he won the scoring title? I just feel like 7 or $8 million for a jersey. I mean, I know collectors are out there and they want these kinds of things. Yeah, and posthumously. Yeah. But that's crazy. I mean, that's... It's a lot of money. Insanity. Yeah. It goes uh, up for bidding February 2nd, Cappy, if you change your mind. February 2nd? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Think about it. I if you know. win the Mega Millions... Buy well, the Mega Millions already. Somebody already won the one. The oh, one yeah, point right, billion right. dollars or whatever. Right. Cappy can win twenty though if he plays today. I know, but there's nothing wrong with twenty. I don't want to win twenty million. <laughs> I don't want to win twenty million dollars because because once you win the lottery once you're done. So you want to hit it That's with like. That's not true. I know. There I know. have been people who have won multiple a times. A lot recently. I feel like I know a guy. True story. Yeah. I know a guy that's won a few jackpots. That his parents won the lottery twice, like the real lottery, or like just a, like a small jackpot, like thing? a state of Connecticut, couple million dollars, that's, dude. That's hit, awesome. Hit it twice. Wow. Yeah, former NFL player, who uh, yeah. who's like and went to some small little college. Yeah. Got lucky enough to play in the NFL. Yeah. Parents hit it twice. By the way, there's a lot of people in this building. Today. Yeah. Well, our owner, the great Craig Carmazan of yeah. Good Karma Brand. Carmazan. Does he own us? So that's what I said. Yeah. yeah. Is that not what I said? You said Mazan, but yeah. Carmazan. This is what you're doing? Yeah. Really? They go way back. Did you know? I was telling you, I know the guy's name. You know that Sedano told me that he sat next to, who was it that you sat next to with uh, Stephen Craig at a... At a ba- at a football oh, game. Oh, yeah! I told her the story that I I want I wanted to tell O'Shea this because I was at I was with uh, with with Craig and Steve at a the Jaguars. No, I'm sorry, the Jacksonville Super Bowl. Yeah, I was working for Fox Sports at the oh, time with you, gosh. Christopher. This is like 2000 what four? four. Okay, yeah, four in Jacksonville. It's mm-hmm. when my boy T.O. and the Eagles should have won. Yeah, yeah, and then Donovan McNabb allegedly threw up Not in the allegedly. huddle. Not allegedly. We allegedly, saw it on NFL Films. A- allegedly. Throwing up like Kaplan before the Mandy Awards. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, more like Mason after the Mandy Awards. Uh, but the, so I was, they invited me to sit with them, Yeah. and we were in a section, I don't know, it was like the 45-yard line or something like that, and I was at the end of a row, and literally on the same row next to us, you know, there's like the, you know, the, the, the stairwell down to the field or whatever. Yeah, yeah. On the other row next to us, it was Ice Cube and what ended up being Little O'Shea uh, oh, at Cube? the game. Oh. Yeah, when he was like a little kid in 2004. That's what I told Lindsay. Wow, that's like Jabari whatever junior. Right. You know? I have never told O'Shea that. I didn't remember that until yesterday. It came up in conversation. Um, and I'm like, oh, I should tell that to O'Shea next time I see him. O'Shea, you hear that, dog? I mean, he might be listening right now unless he's working somewhere. He might be working. He's a working actor, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You can stream the show live on YouTube. Just go to YouTube.com or on the YouTube app and search ESPN LA. Yeah. On a live imaging Tuesday, you can see all the fun and frivolity. Funny is very good on camera, by the way. I just just checked in. Oh, okay. I have a question. Yeah. Why are you monitoring? Do you need to lock it out? Oh, no. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Resort Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. I'm um, I'm in the live chat. Last week, I'm known for literally showing a little extra chest hair. I like to, you know, I'm a larger fellow, so I like to keep the shirts looser. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Last week, I did only two buttons. Mm -hmm. Right. And everybody made a point of saying, you look a little too tight. Right. So, so you, you loosened it up. So I went three button, my three button special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lindsay doesn't think it looks good. Mm-hmm. But I, I did not natural. say that. It looks you, like you, though. You said, am I showing go. too much chest hair? And I said, maybe for like the office, but when we get off of work, then you can unbutton it. Oh, that's I actually what I think, said. I actually think you should unbutton one more. No, no, no. That's too no, much. No, I think one more is the right button. And then you need to open it a little bit. And let's take a look what's going on inside of there. <laughs> God, you're a weirdo. What? <laughs> but you're okay with the three button special? What do you mean? I feel like you would want Laura's three uh, boyfriend to do a three button special, like the way you've been. Like Laura's shaking her head, saying no. But you, I feel like you would go that route with yeah, him. Yeah, I, no, I do believe you should have one more button undone. And I mean, like, it looks very you. Oh, look, a, a, a Morales side. Right. 
Christopher yeah. Sy wow. at 504. Wow. Well, I just think that this is sort of my thing. Yeah. So do you think Laura, it looks okay? Yeah, it looks great. Would you like to weigh in on this? Okay, so it's funny because my boyfriend's actually like really hairy, like really chest hairy, and he hates like people seeing that. So when you said catfish, I'm like, no, 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 no. Not only is he not allowed near my man, yeah. you know. Yeah. Why don't you get your boo one of those like uh, electric razory things so yeah. that he can shave his chest? But why does he need to shave his chest? Yeah, if he why? wants to well, keep no. it hairy. Well, no, no, but but he he obviously has he some sort like of it. he's he got some sort lasered. of insecurity about it. Right. A manscaper? Just, yeah, get him some, uh, like, you know, get him a little clipper thingy. I'll never touch the chest. I do the back. I get the back waxed. Okay. Oh, get it lasered, bro. Well, speaking of which. It's got to hurt, no? Because of no. the weather, it's really dry, so I know it's going to hurt. Oh. And I'm due. Yeah, but it's humid outside. But should I try sugaring the back? Yes, yes what, what does that mean? Sugaring is way better. Yes. So explain the what sugaring, ladies. Hurts way less. Okay, so what? Mm, okay, there's a reason why I know this. So when I started <laughs> doing sugaring before the after the whatever, it doesn't attach to your skin. It just attaches to the hair follicle. So when they peel, Bam! it does. Yes. It, so it's it, like big chunks of sugar mixed in with this gooey stuff, and they roll it around like in a ball, and it tears your hair out. Hmm. And it doesn't. It's like, less attach, painful than it's, waxing. Yes. Yes. A lot. And it doesn't give you like the little bumps that some people get. Yeah. Happy, let's sugar you. Y'all sugar. Why okay. don't we sugar? I, I'd sugar. I would sugar. You should sugar. We should go on a sugaring day. I would do it. I don't have a lot of hair. We so should I have the sugar come in here. Yeah, and do my back. Yeah. Ew, no oh, one wants to see that. No, it's not like I got this ridiculously hairy I mean, We literally had him do his nose in front of like nobody wants ten, to see dozens of people. I don't want to If see you're that. out there and you know a sugarer, I'm looking for right. a sugaring person. I'm looking for a sugar mama. I'm looking Different for a... Type. a well, it could be a sugar papa, too. Okay, I don't care. Sugar mama, sugar papa. Somebody come in here and sugar me down. If you're out there <laughs> and you want to come sugar two uh, men's backs... Yeah. <laughs> You guys serious? I know somebody. She's really oh, good. You got a sugar person? I think we got to get Abby's a permit signed. But other than that, I think we could do this. You say her name's Abby? Abby's amazing. She Sh- used to do my sugaring. There's sugar Sam- mama. There's Tommy right there. We'll have to probably pull up. Tommy, we're going to do some sugaring. Yeah. There's a whole They can't hear us out there because the thing's not on. Culver City, and it's called like Queen Bee. Like Uh-oh. Oh, I've been to Queen Bee. Oh, Scott Queen McCarthy's in there. Scott, yeah, we're going to have people. Queen Bee. Scott, we're going to have people sugar Chris and Cappy's back. It's people are coming in from Slay Queen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna. They're basically. It's basically like waxing their back. It's basically like waxing their back live on the air. Yeah. We're gonna do that. I'll do it. Yeah, I will do it. They're hairy. So. No, not that hairy. He said he doesn't want to get involved in this. Actually, yeah. it was Scott McCarthy last week. Yeah. that said uh-huh. that I looked too tight with just two buttons. Oh, there you go. So we went the third button. So today. we went third button today. Okay, that's fair. Interesting third commentary. Third button Tuesday. Interesting commentary What's coming from Scott. Third button yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. I like that. There you go. It is Hot Imaging Tuesday right here on Seven Ten ESPN. Watch on YouTube. You got something sportsy now? Hey, yeah, I do. Know? Actually, so Cappy, everyone's yeah. like now on the Cowboys all of a sudden. And yeah. you, we saw yesterday there's a ton of Cowboy fans here. There were so many Dude, of them at Yamava yesterday. I got to say, uh, Cowboy Nation, you guys, you got a real fan base. You know, like like for me, I'm just the founder and the president of the Charger Hater Club. Right. And all I have are a few trolls coming after me on Twitter. Right. If you're Stephen A. Smith. And you go after the Cowboys. And you've got the platform that he has. No, you're going after the big dogs. You, you, and it's so brilliant yeah. to do that. Oh, I wish I would have thought of that. Right. And then yeah. to incorporate Michael Irvin yeah. into this whole thing. Right, right. So Stephen A. has done the right thing. He has gone after the what I think is one of the bigger, more engaged fan bases in all of sports. Correct. So me... It's like going after the Lakers. Yeah, like for me, like dumbass, I chose the Chargers to beat up on. Yeah. You know, and I got four trolls well, killing me all the that, time. That worked out for you, though. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. So as far as the Cowboys, now everybody's on them, right? Right, but the Cowboys are going to get their ass kicked against the Niners. Well, I'll say this. Yeah. Watching that game last night was one of the more painful things that I've ever really watched. Um, the kicker from the Dallas Cowboys, this guy Maher... Missed four PATs in the game. Didn't you think at some point, like, oh my God, he missed the first one. Okay, it happens. Okay. Oh my goodness, he missed the second one. All right. Oh my God, he just overcorrected and missed the third one. Yeah, yeah. And then he did it again. I missed the fourth one. I was gambling, playing blackjack. And I'll tell you right now, there was a part of me that was thinking, these four points are going to come back to haunt them. And Tom Brady will have Brady scored the touchdown, I'm like, oh my God, if they get three two-point conversions, they're going to tie the game. Like, I thought that, and then they missed, and I'm like, ah, forget it. It's over. But let me tell you something, George Sedano. It hurt badly to watch this young man miss four PATs in one game. It did. Because you're a kicker. Well... 
Not just that. I mean, you are. But I have a very, very unique perspective on what? missing four kicks. Did you miss four kicks in a game? In one game. Yeah. Yeah. And luckily, my teammates blocked a punt and scored a touchdown, and we won the game and picked me up, and it never really mattered. But it blew my head apart as a young guy. Yeah. You know, and here's this kid, him missing four PATs. So, George, it was very painful to watch as this young man yeah. was like, like old school Dodger fans will think about Steve Sachs, who couldn't get the ball to, to first base. Right. You know, um, old school. Chuck Yan- Knobloch. Yeah, yeah, Yankee fans. Yeah, Chuck yeah. Knobloch. Old school, like Cardinal what, fans. What about golf fans? There's uh, a bunch of the Bernard Longer, right? Guys who just imploded uh, yeah, and yeah, couldn't yeah. get it back together. What's the guy? Jean Vandeveld. Remember that guy? You mean the karate guy? No, that's Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh. Jean Vandeveld was the uh, French guy who, uh, at the, wasn't it the Masters that he blew He it? just imploded, yeah. fell apart. Yeah. I thought it was the guy who was doing the like the, the karate the splits, the splits in, on the chairs. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's not Van Jean Claude Van Damme. Van Damme. Yeah, not Jean Van de Velde. Van de Velde. Yeah. So anyway, um, I'm still. I'm going to say this right now. It's it's today's Tuesday. Yeah. We've got a few days here before we yeah. get into the division. Everybody's round. pounding the Cowboys. The gamblers are pounding the not Cowboys. Me. Everybody's pounding. I'm telling you right now, the Niners are going to win this game. So. I think everybody's trying to wait for Brock Purdy to fall apart. Right? I don't think he is. Well, dude, but, they've been averaging over. They've in all four Brock Purdy starts. They're scoring over thirty-seven points. The least amount of points they've scored is thirty-seven since Brock Purdy's been the quarterback. He's better than Jimmy Garoppolo. He throws the ball down the field. But you realize though that what people are thinking is he's a rookie. Yeah, he's the last pick in the draft. Yeah, but here's the other he's thing: he's the third-string quarterback. Do you know what the Niners are going to do to the Cowboys? They're going to run the ball. Yeah. The Cowboys are susceptible to the run. As great as Micah Parsons is, as we saw him yesterday, he batted a bunch of passes down or whatever, put pressure on Brady. If you run the ball, and they can do that with McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell, all of a sudden, the Cowboys are very vulnerable to that. But also, Dak Prescott yesterday played the greatest game of his life. He even ran the ball for a touchdown. He really played great against a Tampa team that was outclassed. Yeah, they're not good. Dak Prescott, the likelihood of him playing and putting up the kinds of numbers against San Francisco that he did against Tampa, not likely. They're the number one defense in the league, San Francisco. Yeah, they're going to be all over. And they're the sixth best offense. You know what your boyfriend Tom Brady's offense was ranked this year? Uh, 26th. 25th. Oh, I was so close. I just guessed. You were close. I guessed. Did you guess or did yeah, you Yeah, know? no, I didn't know. No. Okay, there you go. I didn't know that. Yeah. I had to look up his stats earlier today. Yeah. yeah. The guy almost threw 70 passes last night. Yeah. The record was 68. Ben Roethlisberger in a playoff game against the... Cle- oh, she's not listening. Cleveland Browns. Cleveland alert. Yeah. I did it for you. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Bingo. All right. Coming up next. Yes. Russell Westbrook, perhaps uh-huh. involved in some... I don't know if I should call it controversy, but maybe controversy. You ready? I am. All right. We'll talk about it next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Live imaging Tuesday, quarter after 5 p.m. Shit out of one cap. Oh. Oh. You feeling it? Oh, body man alone. On Hello, this day darling. in 1976, the number one hit. Barry Manilow, I write the songs. I write the songs, I write the songs. You feeling it? Oh. Did you have this uh, 45, this 8-track? Dude, I had a lot of Barry Manilow albums. You did? Oh, yeah. Copacabana. Uh, now, did Charlie have those, or were they yours? 
Charlie Kaplan, your father, of course. The great Charlie Kaplan ran numbers in South Florida for the years. No I mean, way. a lot of people ran numbers in South Florida, yeah. I'm just going to say. But Charlie Kaplan definitely did. Yeah. And prior to that, a generation earlier, they were running booze. So there's a lot of... Oh, well, it's National Bootlakers Day. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. By the way, so we know Barry Manilow sang this song. He also sang another certain song. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. You know what song this is? Yeah, I can't think of the name of the song, but I know the song. It's coming. Here we come. We're coming to the hook. You'll on Shit Idol and Cap. On a live Mandy. energy Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Mandy. Come on. Oh, Mandy. You came and you tave without taking. So we're only a few months away. Oh, yeah. When's the date again? We haven't said it. Oh. But it's June. Yeah. For Mandy's 2. Electric Boogaloo? Now, are you going to do that every time? Yeah. Because that's going to get annoying real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mandy's 2. But today there was Mandy's chatter on Travis and Sliwa. There was? Because you know, I heard it. They are desperate for a Mandy's award. Are they really? Just give them one. No, that, that takes out the fun. <laughs> Just give them one. We have award show integrity here. Okay. Don't give them one. Then. Slee actually asked if they could give an award away for the best 10 to 1 show. <laughs> I saw I like Slee. That. Oh my God. So I have a question for you. I don't want to reveal who this was. I also don't, I don't know if I should talk about it. We this. have a question for Tommy, though. He just walked in. Shouts out to you. All right. Go ahead. Ask Tommy this question. So we right got Tommy, we want to. Have our backs sugared next week, Cappy and I. Do you know on, what that is, Tommy? It's like a form of waxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just waxing. It, are, do we need to pull some sort of liability permit, or are we okay with that? If we have somebody who volunteers to come and right. wax our backs, a professional. Or, or is there like a health code thing that we're doing wrong here? Well, we should have a release form. Okay, From we'll who? It's me and Chris. Listen, this is the kind of stuff that he, we. He's need. in charge. Though. This isn't San Diego sports radio. Yeah, this is not okay. hacksaw. Okay? This isn't rogue. Do whatever you want to do. It's not yeah. the Cappy Cast. Yeah, it's not seriously. Double X Sports Radio. I mean, come on, yeah. just do whatever you want. No. Shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah. No, no, no. Tommy's not that kind of guy. Oh no, no he's, he's Tommy's like ask questions then shoot. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Be, right. be buttoned up. So we're gonna get. I think we're gonna work on this to get sugared next week together. There Tommy, you want to get sugared with me and Chris? He's no. Very, he doesn't no. have a lot of hair. Yeah. On his head, he does, though. Great oh, hair. Beautiful hair. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Boy, Tommy was a rock star yesterday, man. Yeah. Yamava. He was controlling oh, stuff. Oh, he loved it. Yeah. He loved We had a Yamava. lot of security yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. we needed it. Yeah. We did. We did need it. Not really, actually. Meanwhile, we go back to our Mandy's conversation already in progress. Oh, yeah. So, um, Slee, you mentioned Slee. So, I was told today, <laughs> yesterday... <laughs> That Slee approached someone that we all know and love uh, while they were at the uh, urinal and just kind of tapped them and said hello. Urinal tap? Yeah. How do we feel about urinal tap uh, on no, the shoulder? No, no, So I had a weird experience today here in the men's room. Yeah. Sorry, Slee. I, I, I should have probably ran this by you earlier. No, I had a, I, I did have a weird experience today. Um, a gentleman walked in to the men's room. That yeah. you know? That I know. Yes. Who, who works here amongst while us. While you were going or he was going? I was already done okay. and I was washing my hands. Yeah. This gentleman walks in. Yeah. He goes to a stall. Yeah. Oh, the you, talk. You the kind talk. of figure. He's talking through the stall? Well, but here's the thing. Yeah. He's not, I can see his feet. Yeah. So he's facing the toilet. Right. He's not turned around where he's sitting on it. Right. So he's just doing number one. Right. In privacy. Yeah, he wants some privacy. I like that and, sometimes. Yeah. And the noise is hitting the water. Yeah. And we're talking. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if this is, I don't know that I should be doing this right now. I mean, did he talk to you first or did you talk to him first? It was a 50-50 kind no, of deal. No, somebody had to start. All right, then he started. Okay. Yeah. Then, then you're fine. Yeah. But I still felt a Michael little- Thompson's a big uh, stall uh, talker. He is. I, I, I've i seen it at crypto. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like if So you, maybe that's why Slee was used to this because, uh, you know, Michael's a big talker in this in the bathroom Well, setting. I mean, when he's going- and This other person probably is not. When he's in the stall with the door. Yeah. He'll see still. Oh no! I know! I know! Yeah. yeah. Well, it who's the person? Who's the person that tapped? Slee? I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, Why who did the sleep tap? I'll tell you later. Why? What is the big deal? I'll just tell you later. Can you Go guys ahead. explain to me what this is? So if you're the urinal tap, you're facing the wall. You're facing well, the wall. I wouldn't you're, know what a urinal standing. tap is. We don't use urinals. Right. I know. I know. I know. We didn't know what sugaring was. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So anyway, Good you're point. facing the wall. You're going number one. Got in it. the urinal, okay, gotcha. right? You're so a guy. somebody somebody taps you on the shoulder from behind. You have to kind of like look back, and you can't look back too far because you don't want the stream to go the wrong way. Why you know what you, I'm saying? Why do you want to touch someone when they're peeing? That's the point. That's so weird. Weird. the urinal tap is no Nasty. go. Right. That's so this weird. person. I mean, do you want me just to be honest? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was Trudell. Trudell did a urinal tap today. No, Sliwa did the urinal tap to Trudell. Oh, Sliwa oh, tapped hey. Trudell. Sliwa, yeah. of course Sliwa tapped oh. Trudell. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Not man. Trudell tapping Sliwa. No, no. And are they even things. close enough to be doing? I the mean, tap? I'm sure they're close enough, but that's Tr- nasty. But Trudell was—he didn't say it in like a strange way. He's just kind of like in a laughing kind of way. 
It wasn't like, like it like, wasn't like mean spirited. I feel like, I could do it to you guys. Like we're close yeah, enough to right. where like, hey, bro, right. what's going on? I but he did. But. He did. He said, hey, I got something for the show for you. Sleewa gave me a little uh, tap on the shoulder while I was at the urinal. A urinal tap from. And Slee. I said, oh, bro, hashtag bathroom etiquette. Yeah. Even if you're best friends and you're super close, why would you want someone to touch you while you're? Peeing? No, actually, you definitely don't want that. By the way, look at Sedano with the cheese man. I mean, it didn't even take that long to break him. Yeah. He yeah. was just right. Well, only because I, I, I told him I would talk about it on the air. So, but you didn't tell Slee. I didn't tell Slee. I yeah. did see him earlier. I, f- I forgot. Did Trudell tell you that this was we off the record? We were too busy concocting the J.B. Long story. Yeah. Right? Happy. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait a second. <laughs> we should call him. Wait a second. <laughs> hold on a second. <laughs> when you say concocting the yeah, J.B. Long story. J.B. Long's really not. I mean, he may be mad at you, but we don't know that to be. Oh, that. that was all a setup? Yeah, yeah. It's a light sports day. Yeah. Yeah. Do the call, though. Do a J.B. call real quick. Touchdown, L.A. <laughs> Yeah, I, he may be mad at you. I love JB Long. Yeah, I profess my but love to JB Long on these airwaves. We got Bronny in uh, in Chris's office, and we just tell him, "Hey, why don't you, you want to freak cap out? Just tell him JB Long's pissed off." At him. Oh my god! And then I knew, I should have known when I said to him, "I go, hey, if I will call him, yeah. and I will apologize because yeah. that's how much I love this man yeah. and respect this man." Yeah. And he goes, "Nah, maybe that's taking a little too far." Like because now I could just imagine I'm calling JB. I'm, "Hey, I ran into Bronny. He told me that you're pissed." <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Speaking of pissed, apparently Russell Westbrook may or may not have been pissed. Do we have the report yesterday from NBA TV, Jared Greenberg? So yep. the Lakers game was also on NBA TV yesterday. And Jared Greenberg had this report because he was standing probably right next to the Lakers huddle. And Russ went up to Phil Handy uh, in front of LeBron and was basically kind of telling the coaching staff they need to. Do better. Do better, coach. All right, so let's hear Jared Greenberg of NBA TV and Turner Sports. It was an interesting scene as the Lakers headed to the locker room at the end of the first half with the lead. Everybody pretty optimistic, happy with things. And then it was Russell Westbrook telling his coaches that they have to be better, repeatedly directing towards the Lakers coaching staff. Y'all got to be better than that. Bill Handy, as you just saw there on camera, and LeBron calming Russ down, saying, we all have to be better, Russ. That was Bill Handy's words to Russ. And Russ right now is warming up in the tunnel as he does in his sixth man role, which is why he's not on the Laker bench right now. Nothing out of the ordinary there. But interesting, Brendan, you hear a lot of chatter, and obviously in the heat of the moment, but just with this team where, where Darvin Ham is demanding that this team say enough is enough with all the losing and how they've lost games, that one player would signal out the coaching staff for making mistakes. Damn. Do better, coach. Do be- Y'all got to do better. And the reason I'm bringing it up right now is because everybody's busting my chops about what happened the night before when I had the ball. But the reality is, you guys should have called a timeout. Do better, coach. Yeah. Well, he probably also shouldn't have fumbled the ball. Do better, Russ. Yeah. Dribble better. I mean, I'm not saying that he's wrong. The coaching staff is young. But I like Phil Handy's approach of just like, you know, we all have to do better. That includes you, too. I'm I'm probably because by the way, how many times has Russ blown an assignment this year or a situation at the end of a game where you're like, bro, really? It's four times actually. That's the official number. I mean, there might um, be from uh, Stats Inc. Yeah, I think is the official number. Stats Inc. Four. four. Elias. Four. Yeah, yeah, I think it's four. Yeah. yeah. You want me to check with ESPN Stats Please, Info on if the Slack? If you could, yeah. yeah. Let me know. Yeah. Let me know if it's four. If I'm yeah. right or yeah. not. Yeah. Do better, Coach Phil Handy. Yeah. Now I hear when I hear Phil Handy, you think of Phil Hartman. I yeah, or like. Um, oh. Was it Phil Hartman? Was yeah. Phil Hartman the, the guy? Yeah. He did Jack Handy. Jack Handy. Was that Phil Hartman? Yeah. It wasn't like Al. Oh, no. It might have been um, Al, 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 Al. Al. The guy who was Al. the Minnesota yeah. uh, senator. Al. You're smart enough. Yeah. You're good enough. Yeah. And doggone it, yeah. people like you. Stuart Smiley. Stuart Smiley was the character. Al Franken. Al Franken was yes. the person. Yes. Yes. I am clear minded and I feel good and I'm thinking clearly. Right. It's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Russ may, Russ has a point, but Phil Handy also has a point. Yeah, bro. You know what? You need to be better too. Yeah. How about you as the player not tell me amongst everybody right here, right now, where we can be seen and heard on camera, we got to do better. Like, how about come talk to me and go, hey, look, I just want to suggest maybe something that you yeah. guys could do to help us a little bit. Yeah. Do better. Do better, coach. You know, the reason that we're currently under 500, it's not me. It's not LeBron. It's not Anthony Davis's injuries. You guys. It's you guys. You guys suck. I don't think he actually said that. Part. Oh, okay. I yeah. just I got into character yeah. and I yeah. took it a little step. Yeah. You know, just yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Do better, coach. I feel like <laughs> we all better. need to do better in life. That's yeah. Maybe that's I'm with Russ. I, we all need to do better in life. I'm with Phil Handy, actually. We all need to do better. Because Russ was literally saying they just need to do better. Mm-hmm. And 
feel handy was more like we all need to do better. If I do better, Russ, um, how does that like? Do, I, do you want me to shoot the ball too? Do you want me to? Do you want me to dunk it? Pass it? Yeah. I mean, what do you what do you, what do you want me to do here yeah. that I could do better? You know for what you? would have been better if he actually passed it to Schroeder and then passed it to LeBron? Right. That would have been better in that play. Yeah. Do yeah. better. Yeah. You do better, bro. Yeah. That's your boy. Mm. It is my boy. I am. I am probably the biggest Brody fan <laughs> in all of Los Angeles outside of Brody's familia. Yeah. I have been on the Brody bandwagon. All season long. Which is weird because you were not on the Brody bandwagon at all last year. But when I see a guy yeah. go from being temperamental yeah. and impossible to deal with right. and what I perceive to be a bad locker room guy yeah. turn into a team player, yeah. an accept your role, yeah. a good teammate, mm-hmm. I'm a fan. Okay, fair enough. Coming up next, Radio Tinder, the award-winning, speaking of the Mandy's earlier. Well, that's, that's... Do you think it'll repeat? Well, that's... I'm going to tell you something. Well, if Astley doesn't win, I think they're literally going to throw a conniption. Well, it's not going to win. Yeah. Right now, the leader in the clubhouse is, what's up, foo? And oh, uh, not. Wait, but is that going to be... That's not even going to be nominated over Game of Games, nominated, is it? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you right game now. Game. Somebody should tell Steve Mason, it's not, what's up, fool? Yeah. It's, what's up, foo? Yeah. Or, what up, foo? But they changed the name of that segment every three months, so... It, yeah, it used to time, be Bobcat... By the time it's the Mandy's, it won't be what's up. For I you. do think today's January 17th. Yeah. We need to come up with another new innovative yeah. bit on this show yeah. to yet again dominate things in these categories. We could call it Sedano and Trudell. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, man. <laughs> what are you talking about? We can make it more innovative that way. Is that a more innovative I'm thing? just saying if we want to change things up. No, no. I want to come up. No. Kaplan and the PM could come back. <laughs> Cap, are you insinuating that Radio Tinder will not repeat? Because it will. It will. Oh, that was what I oh. felt, and that's oh. why I took that monster shot at you Thank just you. now. Thank yeah. you for oh, having really? my back, Chris. Oh, why did you? Why do you not think Radio Tinder will repeat? I feel like we need to be fresh. It is fresh. It's fresh every day. Funky fresh. I'm fresh. You fresh are fresh. To death. Sedano. True tell. <laughs> Afternoon drive in L.A. <laughs> Followed by the return of the Scott Kaplan Show at night. <laughs> Good thing I still got all those T-shirts. <laughs> This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. 5.30 p.m. at the Southway and Live Imaging Tuesday on Sonato and Cap. Radio Tinder time. We like to play a TV theme. We lost her literally at the end of 2021. Happy birthday to the great Betty White, of course, one of the stars of the Golden Girls. Yeah. Love the Golden Girls. Still great television when you watch it. I watched a couple episodes a few weeks back. Yeah. It's nice. It is good. It's good TV. It is good TV, especially when you do it with the company of another person. Oh, there you go. You can follow her at Lindsay Baseball on Twitter or Instagram. Don't forget about our sponsor, Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Oh, look how I hit that post. Wow, good oh, for you. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. By the way, when you meant that you watched Golden Girls in the company of another person... Well, it was that other person's idea, not mine. Oh, okay. I, I thought watch Golden Girls on uh, Nick at Night or something. No, she had it streaming. Oh, we're available. I think it's on Hulu or something. Yeah. I thought you meant it in a different way, but anyway. Hmm. All right. So anyway, guys, and a co- that, thats the wrong one. I started to say the one I did last time. My bad. Or as Kevin would say, my B. So the Manning cast joined the rest of the football world, including all of us who saw it live at Yamava. Yeah. And not being able to process when Cowboys kicker Brett. Maher, 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 missed four straight extra points. After missing three extra points in the first half, he shanked yet another one in the third quarter. Well, Peyton Manning and his younger brother Eli commented on the kicker's meltdown as it happened, and here is what it sounded like. What is going? He can't believe it. Talk about a buzzkill. <laughs> no one's ever missed three field, three extra points in a row. That's kind of guy be a at halftime of a playoff game. Got to be a record. <laughs> Do you think that Dallas should cut their kicker after last night's awful performance? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? No. I, I mean, he's been really good for them this year. You just have to hope. Like, we, 
Somebody asked me today, should they bring him in like like other kickers to like work out? I'm like, that's just gonna screw with his head even more. Like yeah. I see you gotta ride with him. If he screws up again, then you gotta cut him and try to find somebody else. Yeah. If this were uh, game four of the regular season, you might be working out other guys. Yeah. But this is the time where you come together as a team and you put your arms around a guy and you say, Hey, you're our guy. You know, and, and Dak Prescott was caught, you know, after seeing him miss the extra point screaming and they asked Dak about it after the game and he's like, Hey, look, I played bad last week and I told him the same thing, like, just come back next week. If you're a team and you think you're a Super Bowl team, you need little moments like these and you put your arm around the guy, you tell him you love him. You tell him you get it next week because the guy's been clutch all year. I think he missed one PAT the entire season. Love that guy. Love. It's what make kickers kickers. I think he, <laughs> I think he missed his amazing. last five. That's what they said. You're like idiot, his last I five swear kicks. To God. That was so good, though, Caffey. <laughs> yeah, it was good. That You're was a idiot. Mandy's award-winning performance right there. <laughs> All right, what's next, Lindsay? Oh, well, yeah, go ahead. I already answered the question, so go. So, Marie Osmond, I feel like it was just her birthday on one of these rejoins recently. No, it was the uh, anniversary of the Donnie and Marie uh, Variety Hour. Yeah, that's what it was. How how she became famous. Well, she's famous, she's made a lot of money in her lifetime, and she says that she's not going to leave an inheritance to her children. She's worth a reported $20 million, Mm -hmm. but her eight children, yes, she has eight, they're not going to see any of it. Because Osmond said that it breeds laziness and entitlement. She said, quote, honestly, why would you enable your child to try to not be something? I don't know anybody who becomes anything if they're just handed money. So if you had $20 million to leave to your kids, would you? Swipe left or swipe right, Cappy? Well, they'd take it from Cappy. Yeah, yeah, really. They already right. take it as it is. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, they wouldn't say, Dad, are you leaving me anything? They'd be like, yo, that's mine. <laughs> hey, King. Yeah, hey, King. Give me that money. Yeah. <laughs> um, Go ahead. I, I would say this. My answer is yes, I would. And yeah. and look, I hear what Marie Osmond is saying, that if you if your kids their whole life are thinking, well, when mom dies, we're all rich. I know a guy, I've got a buddy of mine, he's got three kids, and this guy's really super rich, and he has the exact same thing. I swear I'll never leave these kids money. I'm donating every penny. I got them through undergrad. I got them through grad school. They're all successful people. I'm not leaving my kids anything. I'm giving it all to charity. And I'm like, I don't believe that. I just don't believe it. If I had $20 million, I'd be leaving it to my kids. I would also leave it to my kids. I don't think there's any question about that. I think what you need to do is, this is what I would tell Marie Osmond, teach your kids about responsible, about how to be responsible handling finances, right? Mm, easy to say when you don't have eight kids. She got eight kids. Well, that's her problem. She made you know? a lot of money on those Nutrisystem spots, though. Right, but that's, it's, all, it's also called parenting. Like you, you, parent the parenting kids. doesn't stop at eighteen when they're out of your house or whatever. Like no, the parenting is forever. Yeah, like you got to keep hard. parenting. I mean, like you teach your seriously. kids about money. I know, but you got two kids. Chris right? laughed at me the other day because I tell my kids like I'm like we don't leave food on the plate, dude. Like you better finish that. Like let, let's go. Yeah. And because there are people in other places that don't have the food that you have. And Chris, like, do you really do that to your kids? I'm like, absolutely. Now you're turning your kids into chronic overeaters. Look at you. Not overeaters, Horrible. but we only feed them what. They, we know they can eat, oh. but so when they don't, when they leave stuff, I'm like, no, nah, bro, we, you, we know you can eat that. We're, we portion this thing out for you. Not me. Me, I go, no, bro, hand that over here. Let me have yeah, that you chicken nugget. It, yeah, right. let me have that chicken finger. Yeah. Do you tell them they can't have their pudding? They can't have dessert. Right. right. So if you don't eat your meat, you can't have any pudding. You are tough. How can I mean, you have I am tough. Pudding? I got what you were You doing. wish, you, let me tell you, you have no idea what my old man was like. You should go whip Marie Osmond's kids into shape. I would. I should yeah. do a show like that. Yeah. By the yeah. way, you know you did the Jane Fonda example earlier? Yeah. yeah. Marie Osmond? Yeah. yeah. Hot. But here's the thing. I just saw one of her new Nutrisystems. I think a nude Nutrisystem. Nude Nutrisystems. Why? She did a lot of work to the face, which was oh, yeah. not necessary at all. No? But, you like so it? Does, it doesn't really look like the same person anymore. Really? She kind of I mean, looks like she's wearing a mask. Yeah. I mean, that's her prerogative. That's what she wants to do. But it just, it was, it was great. Yeah, uh, just teach your kids about money. How about that? Like, to be responsible with it. So, all right, next. And eat your meat. It's been awfully <laughs> quiet over at the McDonald's Twitter account. The fast food giant hasn't tweeted since November 17th, which is shortly after Elon Musk took over. Well, they're not the only ones. Coca-Cola, Starbucks, Sonic Drive-In, General Mills, and Dairy Queen are among the other big companies that have gone quiet in 2023. And while Twitter is getting the silent treatment, all these companies have been active on Facebook and Instagram. Hmm. Is this the end of Twitter for big brands? Swipe left or swipe right, 
Sedano? So I will, I don't know if I'm going to swipe right on this, but what I would say is when we were at the college football seminar at ESPN, our social media people, they weren't telling us not to use Twitter. That's not what they said, but they said, there's way more engagement because there's bigger numbers of people to be had on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and they even referenced TikTok has already surpassed uh, Twitter as far as users and engagement and things like that. So I, I think it has probably less to do with that. I mean, maybe it does have to do with Elon. I don't know. I mean, whatever. I think he's annoying. But um, I think it has more to do with people just understanding what their social media strategies should be. But wait a second. You're... Are you suggesting that McDonald's and all these other brands have combined to say, hey, we're all staying off Twitter? Colluding. Yeah. I don't know if they're necessarily deciding to do it together, but I don't think it's a coincidence that all of them stopped tweeting when Elon well, Musk took I, I'll, over. I'll tell you this, Lindsay. I mean, I've seen the numbers, basically. So, like, Twitter has about 350 million users, okay? Whereas, like, Facebook has billions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and... TikTok and Instagram have over a billion now. Like, it's just, there's a lot more fish to catch in those places. Yeah, I don't know why we, particularly sports fans and, and sports media. And I say that as someone who thinks, again, Elon is annoying. Yeah, but I don't know why we all are so Twitter-centric rather than... Well, it's because it's the new, it's basically, like, quick, updated news. Like, people yeah. go there for arguments and news. That's why. But if you're McDonald's or Dairy Queen, why are you spending time on Twitter? Like nobody goes to Twitter to see pictures, maybe some videos occasionally, but Instagram and Facebook, people are loving and TikTok especially, that's where all those people live. Yeah. What's um, your TikTok strategy for Sidon? You know, I don't have a TikTok <laughs> strategy for anything. I got no TikTok at all. I mean, I've got one. I've got one too, but, but I don't, I don't use, use it. it. Yeah, I don't use it. And either. I feel like I'm like an old dog who can't learn new tricks that I'm you not are. using TikTok yeah. when I should be. I feel like TikTok is an uncharted territory for somebody like me and i haven't used it at all it's kind of annoying by the way while twitter is going through all of its elon whatever's happening there dude is anybody following what's happening with tesla just as yeah. a side note yeah it's not good i mean the stock price has tanked compared to where it was and every other manufacturer is now coming out with electric vehicles so what was such great innovation a couple of years ago is all of a sudden becoming you know what every other car dealer listen has. it's why your boy got a uh, mustang mach -E a couple our years friend ago. andrew siciliano just got one too i know the copy siciliano hey, is it the same Wait, color siciliano? Copied Sedano, yeah, and got himself color? a Mustang. Yeah, I don't know if it's. Just, I haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah, you can go to my friends at Fullerton Ford and get one yourself. Yes, really, our yeah. new partners, Fullerton Ford. Abe over there, the my owner. guy Abe. Oh, dude, honest Abe. A no, honest Abe. Not only honest Abe, inspirational Abe. Inspirational, dude. You hear that guy's story? I'm not even joking. Okay? These are all the military guys that do the yeah, discounts yeah, yeah, for the yeah, military yeah. So guys. Veteran-owned place. Yeah. Okay, incredible stuff. This guy, like, I I got a chance to meet him, and he told me a story. He was smart kid, kept screwing up in school. Literally, a counselor told him, hey, you know what? You might as well drop out and get your GED because you're never going to make up all these credits. He went to day school, night school, day school and night school at summer school, graduated on time and told the counselor, just remember this. Like, you told me to give up, mm -hmm. and I didn't give up. Yeah. And that's just one of, like, the many stories. I fell in love with this dude. You, Tom Brady's your man yeah. crush? Not you. Abe, Abe. from Fullerton Abe. Ford. My man Fullerton. crush Fullerton. Right yeah. on. Yeah. Right there on Commonwealth. Uh, very yeah. close to the DTF they, over there. But they always take care of all the veterans at that place. They do. Veteran-owned. Like Hoorah! Yeah. yeah. Nice right. job. Linz, go ahead. That's it for Radio Tinder. Yeah. All right. That is it for Radio Tinder. Brought to you by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Tequila Mandala. <laughs> Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com. Up your game and demand the extraordinary at Tequila Mandala. Uh, Cappy, coming up next, you and I yeah. are going to attack two things. Okay. And they involve two teams that are near and dear to your heart. Oh, really? In different sports. Okay. We'll do that in two minutes. Live Imaging Tuesday. What? Shit out of a cap quarter in front of 6 p.m. On this day in 1992, the movie Juice, starring Tupac yeah. and Samuel L. Jackson premiered in theaters. Good movie, man. Omar Epps was in that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, Samuel Jackson, that's right, was also in that movie. Queen Latifah. Was in that That's movie. right. Yeah. Back in the day, yeah. Cappy, during all this, were you taking West Side or East Side? Latifa, 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 Latifa. That's not an answer. Oh. Were you West Side or East Side? D careful. Yeah, be careful. Some of the roots are still out there. Yeah, I got to be careful because I was I was this close today to wearing my black Air Force Ones. Yeah, don't do that. 
Yeah. Uh, by the way, I always feel like the West Side Sound was always cooler. It was, but the East Side Sound was more ingrained because of the roots and airplay back then. Right, right, right. And yeah, because everything was based out of New York. And for the most Source part. was the first one out of. Was it Source was the first one, or Source was Quincy Jones? I always get him confused. Vibe, no, Vibe was Quincy Vibe Jones. Vibe was Quincy Jones. Yeah, Source yeah. was the first one. Out of I have no idea what yeah. we're talking about. Did you ever, uh, have you ever seen a, <laughs> or read an issue of Vibe or Source? Oh, the eyes exploded a little early. The left eye. I had a Cappy subscription. Cappy left eye Lopez over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you know, Laura, I had a subscription to Ebony. And Ivory? No, just Ebony. Together in perfect Just Ebony. Harmony. I think Keyshawn, they did a, a thing on him in Ebony. Oh, really? Wasn't that a bit he told us about once? He did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> had a subscription. Where's Key right now? Is he in LA? I saw him. So I was walking in this morning and he was driving out and we chatted. Oh. Before, yeah, he's in LA. Nice. Yeah, I think I saw him early this morning uh, doing first take. Well, he does first take on, on Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah, he does. That's yeah, true. I didn't keep up. With I didn't watch first take yeah. today. Didn't keep up. Didn't know. I had. Well, he is our morning man. Morning. Of course, you can hear tomorrow morning. Keyshawn in the morning gets it rolling 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. each yeah. weekday. Okay, very good. Yeah. When are we getting USC, by the way? Um, probably tomorrow. <sighs> probably tomorrow would be my guess. Probably tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah. Are you making that happen? Could dun, be. Dun, dun, dun. I can't wait. Four? For that. If we ever do get it. It would be fun. You imagine Saturday tailgates. Dude, you get tailgate there. And producer Laura and corporate Greg just have to deal with the USC oh. fight song oh. every hour on the top of the hour. Yeah. Uh. Oh. No. What do you mean, no? No. LA's football team. I cut it. No, you can't cut it. Not once, not once we're partners. Mm-mm. Then I just won't speak about anything. <laughs> that could happen by tomorrow. Literally, by tomorrow. Now, be careful. No, we're joking not. around Stop. because we're somebody's going to run this and then we're going to. Yeah. Yes. It's not right. That's not true. We're just joking. We it would are? be nice, though. We'd we kind of should have never let him leave. Whose fault was that? Is that yours, Christopher? It was not mine. Okay. That is it Keyshawn's fault? No. No. Just Keyshawn's like on the board now. It's of like what? a big shot. Of, of USC? Yeah. Oh, then he should do the deal. Yeah, let's make it happen. Come on, Key. Do something. Do better. <laughs> like the coaching staff <laughs> what, of the Lakers. What are you, Russ? Do better. Yeah. Come on, Key. Need now, you, now you love that saying. Oh, I love it. You used to hate it. Hated it. Yeah. But you want to know why I love Do Better now? Why? Because you use it? Well, because I'm a real one. <laughs> You're such a dummy. No, no. GFR, he's a That's real one. On God. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. On God for real. Yeah. All right. No, not really. I think. Oh. I believe. Yeah. That Darvin Ham. Right. When he was asked by Mike Trudell about calling the timeout the other day. He said, Coach. Did you consider calling a timeout? By the way, I love that Mike Trudell asks those. And Mike Trudell, and he deserves it, because that's an honor to get the first questions. You know that, right? Yeah, but doesn't he get the first questions because he works for the Lakers and that's the way it goes? But not, because Jimmy Hill will get the first questions sometimes, too. Oh, all right. right because, I just you thought, know, emeritus, you know what I mean? Oh, I but just the, thought that's the way it worked. But Trudell, he gets the first questions. Okay. Coach, did you consider calling a timeout when Russ has the ball, when you're bringing the ball up the floor? And coach says, no, not really. I believe that Darvin Ham is a, a daily, avid 710 listener. Drives into the games, wants to know what we're talking about. Do you know that Darvin Ham, one of the few people that, uh, by the way, which is not wrong, it is right. Um, he calls me Jorge. Jorge. See? Oh, muy bien. See? But I, I, Coach Ham, I'm like, you can call me Jorge. Do you call him Coach Hamon? I don't, but that would be funny. That actually. would be a funny thing to do. I actually should bring right? that up next time. Can right? I call you Coach Hamon? And right. he'd be like, what? I'd be like, ham in Spanish. Yeah, in Espanol. And he'd be like, oh. Oh, very good. Very yes. witty. Very what good. What would you do if Brody called you Jorge? I, Brody would be cool, too. If Brody called him Jorge, then, then I he, could call him Brody. Exactly. Yeah. So I believe that Coach Darvin Ham is an avid daily 710 listener. Right. And I believe that Coach Ham was setting us up. Right. Coach has driven in and heard Sean McVay be dropped on this radio station five billion times. No, not really. Yeah. No, not really. Yeah. No, not really. Yeah. So the other day when Trudell says to Coach. No, not really. That, there you go. Right. Yeah. When Trudell says to Coach Ham, did you consider calling a timeout? And Coach Ham says, that there's no That's doubt it. in my mind. You're saying it's stuck in his head. 100%. branding. Branding. Right. Yeah. And... Coach is thinking to himself, yeah. will they hear this? Will they cut this? Will they give me my due next to Sean McVay? Yeah. 
He can be ours. No, not really. Yes. Yeah. Now there's dueling no, not really. Right. There's the McVeigh. Yeah. No, not really. No, not really. And then there's the Darvin Ham. No, not really. They're different, but they're the same. No, not really. Imagine if next season we get Lincoln Riley to do it. <laughs> Coach, do you uh, think you guys got a legitimate shot at winning the national title this can year? Can we get Lincoln Riley on the show, by the way? No, what the hell is up really. with that? No, okay, no. sorry, Sean. Yeah. Yes, really. Yeah, can we get Sean on the show too? We haven't had no, Sean in like really. okay, in like a year. We're we're waiting for him to uh, see who who has a better fit for his schedule, our show or Mason. I mean, just tell the artists, hey. We haven't had him on in like a year. I'll you, be like, Artis, Jorge really wants to have him on. Yeah, you know what? I'll call Artis. Okay. All right, take care of it, will you? Take, handle this, will you, please? I'll be like, Artis, please. But see, it starts at camp, and you didn't see him at camp this year. I feel like Mason we didn't and go Ireland to camp. Like, yeah. made some kind of threat. We didn't like, go to camp. We were not the show that went to camp. Mason and Ireland did. Well, they changed their schedule. Right. So they weren't practicing Correct. in the afternoon. We went to the the thing where you were in the naked in the bathtub. What was that thing? The yeah, mansion? but maybe that was <laughs> when, maybe you guys come down to camp on your own. I would love to. God forbid. I would love I to. I would. And shake Coach's hand, look I, him in the eye and say, I would. Coach. I would love Coach to. loves me. He does love you. Coach brings it in every time I, I see him. No, not really. No, he does. Ask Christopher. He does. Mm. No, he does. not really. In the meantime, I think Darvin Ham... He loved our old friend LZ, too, by the way. I don't know how he felt about you that you don't, much. You don't know? LZ, he remember the embrace? He loved LZ, he loved too. LZ. Really? Yeah, he did love LZ. Probably liked his dreads, you know? Thought they were cool. Maybe he just liked how he covered the team. Yeah. Really? Exactly. You know? Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, that day that the, um, that the Rams had that like $10 million mansion in Beverly Hills... And um, they rented it out for a month, and they were throwing corporate parties. Right, we were there. We were doing... And, I remember walking away that day going, wow, man, these guys, I mean, these guys came from St. Louis and they were sweetheart Midwesterners who were not, like, wow. Not, not McVeigh. No, no, but like the organization, they were like, wow, we're in Hollywood. Look, there's the sign. And then they went Hollywood. And, you know, then they went five and 12. Yeah. So I just want Coach McVeigh to get this team back to who they were before they won the Super Bowl when they were still really, really hungry. Um, speaking of teams that are really hungry, yeah, your gutty little Padres, uh-huh. they're out there talking about paying Shohei Otani $500 million and trying to not let the Dodgers get him next year. That's smart. Huh. <laughs> I think that's pretty smart. I mean, yeah. But see, a couple years ago, before when you were still a closeted Padres fan. Well, I really, you, you guys, listen, again, I love this whole thing. Everybody wants me to be hardcore. I wish I was. You know, but when you were when you were closeted still yeah. two years ago, yeah. okay, oh. almost two years ago, yeah. I said, "Dude, the Padres, this they got this crazy owner now," and I said that, in a, I mean that in a nice way. Mm. They're going to spend a lot of money. They want to compete against the Dodgers, and you were like, "Eh," but now that you're full Padre, hmm. tú eres un compadre, sí. uh, of the Padres. See, uh, we saw you behind home plate. That's right. You hey know? King, I'm wearing the Hey King T-shirt. Yeah, exactly. So, like now, you're all in on them spending. Well. I mean, I don't care. It's not my money. Right. But you it's also not your picks, and you, you don't care. You, you're always hoarding the Lakers' picks. I don't no, care I, about I those picks. I don't remember picks. the story. Do the Padres hate you like the Chargers hate you? No. No, no, no. It's not oh. quite like that. Oh. But like they that. definitely didn't always love you. No, no. What happened was, though, when was, you were the mouth of the South, and I mean South LA. Yeah. But what the not thing, Jimmy Hart. Right. But the thing or Paul is, Paul. so bad for so long. <laughs> they were so bad for so they long. They were so bad for so long. So no belief in them. And then yeah. this year, when they beat the Dodgers, I was like, and I remember, I told, Rachel was so mad at me she's like you're standing out there in the front row wearing your hey king t-shirt you got no padre hat you got nothing that says san diego why are you not giving these guys the love wow and i was like i don't know because scott i was i, I don't even know what to say for so she she that. gave me her <laughs> she, she gave me her hat and told me get out there yeah yeah so that's be what man. i did yeah. be a man be a man scott be a man, be a man. right yeah. We have a right eye explosion, by the way. Now, really now, yeah, oh, double eyes. Freaking lights off. Six minutes in front of six p.m. <laughs> Turn the lights off. <laughs> the red <laughs> eyes are coming yes. in. Turn the lights off. I feel so good that this man's driving me home tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, by the way, so I they're, do the they're same talk, thing. They're open, right, Lindsay. You have you saw the story, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're but I would, spend money. They're but talking I, about Shohei. I would do it too if I were any other team. I don't care if it's the Yankees, if it's the Giants, it could be the Angels. Everybody should go after Shohei. Is what you're saying? Everybody should say that they are going after him, yeah. whether they are or they aren't. Right. Force whoever, yeah. Dodgers, Yankees, Padres, whoever, to pay up. force them to keep going higher. Yeah. Sandbag these guys. That's what you do. Yeah. Force them to pay more. 
What do you think it is that makes the eyes go off like that? Uh, I don't know. Whatever uh, substances he's taking before the show. The, these lights right here what are about when so we were annoying. On, when we were on the remote in Downey at Bastard's Canteen, that eye st- started popping. It's true. It did. It, there was and no we light. were in the dark. There's no it TV lights there. Flashlights. For That's right. Literally the flashing lights in my eyes. eyes. You're what flashing you lights about? in my eyes. What's yeah. wrong with you two yeah. guys? I mean, jeez. So what was the other team, though? You oh. said the, you said the Padres. Right. The Chargers. What about the Chargers? They, uh, well, I feel like them firing their linebackers coach and their offensive coordinator. I believe it was their linebackers a, coach. A quarterback coach. Oh, quarterbacks coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe the fact that that's happened and they didn't let go of the head coach means that you were right. They're not going to hire Sean Payton. They're not hiring Sean Payton. And the players have defended him. Look, if you go back into just a little bit of history, okay, what the Chargers did is they had a guy named Mike McCoy as their, their head football coach. By the way, he was the offensive coordinator of the Jacksonville Jaguars this past week. Right. McCoy fired his offensive coordinator, who back then was Frank Reich. Yeah. The next year, McCoy got fired. Yeah. Then they had Anthony Lynn, and Anthony Lynn fired his offensive coordinator, Ken Wisenhunt. Yeah, I remember. And then the next year, he was fired. So you're saying Brandon Staley next year. Toast. So if you're Sean Payton, if you really want the Chargers job, just sit out one more year. You don't. Yeah. The Chargers are not getting Sean Payton for a variety of reasons. Why? Here's why. Number one, buying out a current coach and a coaching staff means they're going to be paying right, a whole bunch of guys. But you just said they're going to fire him next year. Right. But they're not going to hire Sean Payton because A, they're not going to pay somebody 12 or $14 million Maybe to be more. their coach. And B, they're not going to give up picks to get him to New Orleans. Yeah, but here, I heard Sean Payton on Fox Sports yesterday or two days ago say that him he's already talked to Mickey Loomis and he believes the compensation would be like a mid-round pick. Um, I thought he said mid first, but I no mid round. Well, look, he's That's already he's interviewed for the for the Houston job. He's been rumored to be around the Arizona job. Yeah, but why would you want the Texans job? Because you can rebuild and start no, over, bro. Dude, I'm telling you right now, that's a terrible job. First of all, he's got not, a terrible general manager who should have been fired too. He's but, cutless. But he's he, got and he's got a terrible ownership group. But you know what? He could go in there and say, "I want control of everything," and they might actually give it to him. He's not going to work for the Chargers. He's not going to be the coach of the Chargers because he knows. What if he sits out this year? He's still going to be the coach of the Chargers. Okay. This is why, look, again, history here. Just a quick history. Eli Manning was drafted number one overall by the Chargers. He refused to play for them. Because they were in San Diego. No, no. And they were in L.A., maybe. No, it wasn't San Diego. It was the ownership. I mean, there's perhaps that too. He knew what they were. His father told him, do not draft my kid. He's not playing for those guys. Telling you. All you do is a little, little history lesson. I'm here to supply. Okay. But I love the, the, that they had fired the, the offensive coordinator and the quarterback coach. Somebody got to get whacked. Those two guys. Yeah. It's their fault. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, Cappy. Yeah. You and I. Tell me. We're going to dive deep. Deep, deep, deep. Speaking of the Chargers, it's your boy, Joey Boza. Oh, good. Because your boy, not only did we get on him yesterday for what happened during the game, but now he has double, tripled down on what he did. Yeah. So let's get into that. Let's kind of tackle some of the games this coming weekend as well. You like how I did that? Tackle no, the games? No, he, he, likes, he likes that I'm now rocking sunglasses inside. Right, so we don't see well, the busted it's, it's up like, eyes. It's like being next to the sun, these freaking lights. Again, what do we need them for? It happened to you in Downey when we were in the darkness. Well, it's, it's this time of the day, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're back in two minutes.